Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I am your host, Sophia Panella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold. But you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals. That's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor, I'm not joking, you guys, it literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. Recently, I posted a video on TikTok kind of sharing a little bit about how my mental health has been recently. And it seemed to resonate with a lot of you guys. And I wanted to take the opportunity to kind of dive a little bit deeper on what I was talking about. And the topic of conversation today is feeling lonely, even if you're not alone, which is kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird take, but I think this happens to a lot of people where you come into contact with people. Maybe you live with your significant other or a friend, or you get some interaction at work or something like that, but you're still feeling kind of lonely, kind of unfulfilled. And I totally understand that because To be super honest with you guys, this is not to seek any pity, but I've been struggling a lot with my mental health recently and usually things are okay. You know, sometimes I've got my highs and lows with my cycle where I feel better some days than others. And, you know, I know where I'm at in my cycles. I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense why I'm having a little mentee right now while I'm feeling a little bit more irritated or emotional or whatever. But outside of that, I've just been struggling with my mental health. And I'm the kind of person that if I don't understand something, I need to get to the bottom of it right away. And I'm a super impatient person. Patience is not a virtue for me. I am Veruca Salt. Like I want it and I want it now. I want to know everything. If I have a question about something, I've just got to get to the bottom of it. And anytime I struggle with my mental health, if there's no explanation behind it, it drives me fucking nuts, which I guess is the whole, (laughs) that's the whole reason that you struggle with your mental health is that you can't maybe quite pinpoint what is going on. And obviously there's certain life circumstances that you can maybe be like, okay, this makes sense why I'm not feeling well mentally. Um, but I could not understand. I couldn't really wrap my head around the fact that I've just been feeling a little funky these past couple months. Um, but everything's been good. Like business is good. My relationships are good. Um, I'm healthy. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters in life. So why am I sitting here and why am I still struggling mentally? 
Like, what's what's the reason? I'm pretty sure that's a TikTok. It's like, what's the reason? That's me. That's like going off in my head all the time. And I actually, last week, very, very last minute booked a flight to see my parents because I'm very lucky. I have a very close relationship with my parents and with my sister. We're just a really close family in general and we're super lucky and I'm very grateful for that. Um, and I just needed a hug from my mom. You know, when you just, some, sometimes you just need a hug from your mom and you just need to hang out with your parents for a little bit and living across the country from them is really not easy. I thought I was a lot stronger with that. I thought that I could do that. Cause I'm like, I live with my boyfriend, right? So I have somebody who's super, important to me and close to me and that I care about and love about and who knows me pretty much better than anybody else is my boyfriend. And I have that fulfillment in, in that relationship. So I should be fine. You know, living away from family is okay, but we don't have any family with where we live right now. I mean, we are moving, but we don't have any family with where we live right now. And, so I last minute booked a flight just to be with my parents because I was like kind of going a little stir crazy in my home. And I came to a little bit of an epiphany and realized that I'm actually kind of fucking lonely. I kind of am a little bit alone here. And I love my alone time. I've always cherished it. I've always really enjoyed being by myself. And I know we just chatted about, um, last week's episode of me having my own path, my boyfriend having his own path, and then us having a shared path together with, um, in regard to, you know, relationships and individuality and relationships. And I love my alone time. I really do. And I'm, I'm very, I'm lucky that I like to hang out by myself. Like I really don't, I don't love being out too often doing too many things. I really do enjoy downtime. I do enjoy the softer life moments. Um, but overall, you guys, I realize I'm actually kind of fucking lonely here. And I don't, and I think the reason for that is because I don't have any super close friends where I live. I've got a very small friend group in general, which I'm very okay with. I'm super okay. I'm fulfilled with my friendships there, but they, one of my best friends lives in California. One of my best friends lives in New York, in New York city. So it's like, I can't, the only time I can see them is like FaceTiming them, you know, and I don't get to talk to them too often. Like we're doing our own lives. It's the kind of friends where you catch up every couple weeks or something and that's enough to fill your cup up until the next time that you come into contact and, and reach out to each other and whatnot. You know, maybe you'll be sending DMs back and forth and all that fun stuff. But I, yeah, I just don't have that many close friends here. And I think the root cause was that I actually don't get that much human interaction. And I recently, in the past couple months, since I stopped coaching high school women's lacrosse, I have gotten little to no human interaction. Like, yes, I have gone on trips and I've, you know, kind of had my cup filled up then, but in my day to day, you guys, like I'm home alone pretty much all day long and I work from home and my boyfriend is gone for his long shifts, 12 hours during the day. He's got five hour classes a couple of times a week. So, um, I don't get to see him like too often. We, we, which is, really nice to have that break, especially when you live with your 
you know, significant other, it's nice to kind of have that break because it makes you miss them and crave them. And I really love that balance that we have. But outside of, of that, um, you know, and what's nice about shift workers is that, I mean, it depends on what job or what career you're in, but more specifically with healthcare, um, he gets like two to three days off in a row. So then we, we get that time. And then by the end of the two to three days that are over, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for you to go back to work. Love you. Um, so finding that balance has been really, really fun and it's been awesome. And we have enough time apart, but enough time together that we share. So that's not an issue there, but in my day to day, I don't get that much human interaction. Like I'm living my life through social media so much that it becomes my reality. And it's like eating away at me so, so fucking much. Um, and that's kind of what the root of everything was. And even though, you know, I go to the grocery store and I'll, I'll, you know, maybe when I'm checking out, have a quick conversation with the checkout person, or, you know, when I'm going to the gym, have a quick convo with the people that work at the front desk, but other than that, I'm just talking into my phone, into my screen, or talking to you guys on my podcast. And I just don't get that much human interaction anymore. But my cup, I realize I'm the kind of person that really thrives with human interaction. And I think that's also just human beings in general. Like we need human interaction and we are lacking that right now. And I know I've mentioned that in a few episodes as well. Like we're so desperately needing human interaction and we're lacking it big time because of the pandemic really shifted things where so many jobs that were previously in office either went hybrid or they realized like we don't need to pay rent for a giant fucking building when everybody can actually work better and be more productive if they work at home. And that shift in society and in the world, although it it has so many pros to it, um, with being able to, you know, work out of the comfort of your own home and you're saving maybe a little bit of gas, a little bit of money because you're not maybe eating out as much, or maybe you're able to really prioritize your health and wellness a little bit more because it's a little bit more flexible with working from home and, and doing that. Um, but there is that lack of human interaction. And that I think is really starting to catch up with society ever since, quarantine, I think it's really starting to kind of now that it's been three, almost four years, which is actually insane. I cannot go down that rabbit hole right now because that's crazy how it's been. It's going to be four years very soon. And that just, I don't know, you guys, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It's weird how time flies like that, but that definitely shifted a lot a lot. And I think a lot of people are experiencing loneliness now um, more than ever, especially with all of us in our 20s and 30s trying to figure out our lives and trying to, you know, figure out friendships and romantic relationships and really kind of getting out in the world on our own and establishing who we are. Like there's so much change that goes on. And when you have that added factor of feeling lonely. It's like, it's like this thing that I kind of imagine when I think it's like, I sit here and all of these things are buzzing around me and so much is going on, but I'm just sitting still. It's like everything is in fast forward, but I'm sitting still and I feel so alone, even though there's like so many people around me and it's, I don't know. It's just like this weird thing that I think of. It's like kind of like a movie scene or something. That's what I'm envisioning that I'm going 
through right now. And I feel like maybe hopefully some of you guys can also relate to this experience as well. And also the added factor of if you're in an environment or a place or a location that you don't necessarily love, that can be kind of difficult as well. Like Nash and I are in Reno, Nevada, which is Northern Nevada. We are not close to Vegas. Vegas is Southern Nevada. Okay, people. So a lot of people, when I say like, oh, I'm from Reno, Nevada, they're like, oh my God, do you go to Vegas all the time? Like, first of all, even if I live close to Vegas, I would not go to Vegas. Like there's some, there's just bad energy and bad juju there. There's a lot of cool things you can do, but, and it's also like a way bigger city than Reno, obviously, but bad juju, bad energy there. There's just like a lot of scariness and you can feel that like darker energy in Vegas that kind of happens. But I'm in Northern Nevada. So we're like right on the border of California and we live in a relatively small city. It's growing. Reno's growing a lot. And actually a lot of you guys ask how we like Reno and some of you guys are thinking about moving here or maybe your job is being located here. It is a fun place to live. Um, but I will say if you're like an outdoorsy person, you like to hike, to camp, um, to, I don't know, go boating or wakeboarding or whatever, and you're outdoorsy kind of person, there's so much to do here because you're so close to Lake Tahoe, which is like one of the prettiest places in the entire country. Um, so it's definitely fun if you're if you're like that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a glamper. Okay. I'm not a camper. We are not outdoorsy people. Like I'll go for a hike every once in a while, but I'm not like a professional hiker. Okay. And we don't feel like there is that much to do here because we don't do the activities that are here in the area. Does that kind of make sense? Um, and it's a relatively small city. Uh, it's growing so much. Like in the next five to 10 years, it's probably going to get another 200 to 400,000 people. I'm not even kidding you guys. It's growing like an insane amount. Um, but overall, like we like it here. It's been set. It's always going to hold such a special place in our hearts for sure. Like it's the city that I lived in. Um, when I graduated college, like I was able to afford living here with my boyfriend straight out of college, working on my business. And it's the first place that we got together, you know, and it's, there's so many amazing memories and milestones here, but we are kind of at a place where we want to be in a location where we're able to travel like in, in a car, you know, and like go anywhere. You go anywhere North, East and South in Nevada and it's middle of motherfucking nowhere, Nevada, you guys. Okay. And it's kind of scary. Like the state of Nevada, I feel like is haunted in general. Okay. You've got your casinos, you've got your brothels, you've got area 51, you've got so many military bases in the middle of nowhere. You've got old nukes that are dug into the ground. Like there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot here. And it's like middle of nowhere. Nevada is actually like, it's like ghost towns. It's scary. I've driven in the middle of nowhere, Nevada, and it's scary, but I don't want to like turn anybody off from it. But overall, like there it's growing a lot and it's going to be such a fun city to live in, in the next couple of years. And, um, we're just at a place now where for us personally, with our personalities and, what we want to do with our lives. Like we just need a little bit more. We need a little bit of a bigger city. We need, we want to be able to travel. Like you can't drive two to three hours outside of 
Reno and be in another cool city to do stuff. Like I'm telling you, it's literally the middle of nowhere. So I know that was kind of a tangent, but I've been meaning to answer that for anybody who's DM'd me asking. Um, It's definitely getting more expensive too. I won't lie, like because we're on the border of California, a lot of Californians are making their way east and a lot of them are moving into the state of Nevada, whether that be Vegas or Reno. So prices are, it's like not super cheap to live here, but it's like relatively affordable, but it's gone up a lot in cost recently, which is a huge bummer. And that's kind of like another reason where we're like, okay, we just don't, we want to get out while we can, but there is no state income tax. So that's a big positive. All right. I'm not going to lie. That is a big positive here, but overall with the location that we're in, we're just not really happy here. You know, like we don't have that many friends here. We don't have family here. The only reason we're here is because Nash is still in school before um, he finishes up with school in the fall and then we're going to be moving. Um, So that's kind of for us. It's like, and that goes for any city that you're in that maybe you don't have family, maybe you don't have a lot of friends. Maybe you're just like, this is not a city that benefits the kind of person I am and the activities that I personally like to do, right? Like you, you feel like you really don't love it and you want to get out. Um, so that's another force that's not really doing well for me mentally. Like I just don't have that many people here. Um, but also since we're moving in January, it's October now, which is insane. You guys happy October. It's really starting to feel like fall. Hopefully it is for you guys. Um, but yeah, it feels very, like just like it's closing in every single day. Um, and I don't want to make any new friends here cause I <laughs> we're leaving. Right. So it's like this weird period. And like, I think of life in phases and this is just a phase of my life I'm in right now where mentally I'm not, I'm struggling a little bit and it's kind of like an awkward period of time where it's like trying to figure myself out in my twenties I'm in a place in an area that I don't love. Like our actual home that we live in, I love. I love our home. Like I love our town home. I love our view. I love this location specifically that we're in. There's no problem with the way, like with the location that we live, if that makes sense, like our actual house. But the city, it's just like, okay, not really loving that. It's kind of like a mixture of of everything. And it's like, I don't want to put myself out there when, when we're going to be leaving anyways, right? So Yeah. I think that a lot of us, even if like, even though I see my boyfriend every single night and we're with each other every single day, not all day, obviously, but we see each other every single day. I'm still lonely. I'm still feeling like a little bit of, uh, emptiness kind of inside of me. And it's really, yeah, it's really starting to affect me. And when I was coaching high school women's lacrosse this past winter and spring, I was just overflowed with, just so much social interaction. Like coaching was so fun and it kept me so busy and so routined and so scheduled. And it was so fun hanging out with high school girls every single day. And like, it was just so like, I'm even smiling, just like thinking about it. And it's something that I want to get back into for sure. And hopefully I'll get the opportunity um, to do that where, where we move and relocate. But it just was so amazing. And then ever since then, I'm like, why am I feeling funky? Like what the hell is going on? It was, it's a, just been a weird, weird thing. So yeah, I'm able to kind of pinpoint that. Um, and it, it makes me feel sad because it's like, even though I live with my partner and I'm so fulfilled with our relationship and the interaction that we have between each other, 
outside of that, I'm still feeling this emptiness. And I think that it's totally normal to feel that. Okay. Like even if you have really good interactions with your partner and you guys are good and everything's good and you're happy with them and you have your three paths and you're pouring into each of them and everything's pretty balanced, you can still feel lonely outside of your relationship, even if that is super fulfilling in a sense. And I think that's because we as human beings are meant to have friends, like meant to have social human interaction outside of our romantic relationships. Like you need to have that. You need to have that in order to, I think, live a happy, long life because yes, your relationship can be super fulfilling. And maybe you go through the honeymoon phase where maybe you're just only hanging out with your partner. But then after that, it's kind of like, okay, I need, I need some other interaction outside of that, whether it be family or friends and, and whatnot. Um, so if you are feeling that way, or you're feeling kind of similar to this, just know that you're not alone, sister girl, like you and I are in this together. And I think that there are going to be periods of time in your life where you are like, overflowed and almost like getting too much social interaction where you are just drained. You're like, holy shit, I really desperately need some alone time. And then you go through phases where you're getting no human interaction, but your alone time cup is super full. And you're like, I'm really comfortable with hanging out with myself and I love it. And I'm having so much fun with that. But then outside of that, you're like, I kind of need some humans. I need some social interaction, right? Like, I don't know. There's, and I think there's also periods of time where in phases in your life where you're going to find that balance because you have the opportunity and option to have a social life. Like right now, you guys, I don't have a social life. I really don't. Um, And I've been kind of struggling, like bigger picture, struggling with that ever since I graduated college in 2021, because when you go to college, it is so much social stuff. I mean, it was a lot. After I graduated, I was so ready to do fucking nothing with my boyfriend. Like we moved in right after I graduated and I was like, I am ready to live like a dormant lifestyle right now because I have gotten so much interact social interaction this these past four years and it's been a lot and it was so fun. Don't regret it one bit, especially with like the transferring of schools and all these different things that went on. Um, with, with my life, I was ready. I was like, I need to, I need to go into hibernation for a little bit. And I needed that desperately. And then Nash and I moved in together. So we were figuring out, you know, when you move in with your partner, a lot of shit changes and you're finding that balance. And then we really, we really did not go out a lot here. And we still, we've just never had that many friends where we live currently. And I think that's because we knew this was not a forever hometown. Like this was not where we want to spend the rest of our lives. And we've known that for four or five years, like ever since I've lived here, I know, I knew that like, this was not going to be a permanent city that I wanted to like raise my kids in or live in not because it's, it's a bad place to live. Um, but because personally, like this is just, again, my own personal opinion here, this is just not a place where I want to be forever. Okay. Um, And so having that in the back of my mind and also in the back of like our minds, my boyfriend and I, it's just like, we haven't really wanted to create roots here 
So that's kind of been a struggle too, where it's like we kind of have not really found a good balance of like social interaction and going out and then also like staying home because honestly, you guys, we stay home a lot and we like hang out with each other a lot on the weekends. And occasionally we'll maybe have like some friends over, we'll go over to some friends' houses. But usually I would say 75% of the time our weekends are spent at home just hanging. And now it's college football season. So I'm not, I'm not too mad about that. Like I love watching nothing is better than watching college football all day on Saturdays like that on the couch and just festering and roasting in, in yourself. I just love it. It's, it's my favorite. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been, it's kind of just been like that the past couple of years and just, yeah, recently I wanted to share, I've just been struggling a little bit, uh, mentally and it's okay. Like everything's going to be okay. I know that this is kind of just a phase. I know that this is, going to change once we move. Um, and we're really looking forward to that and really excited for that. Um, but with experiencing loneliness, I actually wanted to read off some statistics for you because I found these really fascinating because of course, hello, of course, anytime I'm thinking of a topic, I'm just going to do a little bit of research and see, okay, what are the statistics out there? Like, are, is everybody feeling lonely too? So I want to read off some stuff, um, that I got off of the cross river therapy website. This was published in this past July, July of 2023. So these are very recent statistics. So I'm going to share a few of these with you right now. So the first one says, 52% of Americans report feeling lonely. 40% report their relationships with others aren't meaningful. Now, this may be the first one. There's seven of them that I'm going to read to you guys. Um, But I want to focus in on the fact that 40% report their relationships with others aren't meaningful. And that I think is so huge because even if you do have a lot of friends, even if you're pouring time and energy into other people and you're technically getting quote unquote social interaction, if it's not meaningful, it doesn't always have to be meaningful. Okay. It doesn't always have to be meaningful, but if it's not meaningful majority of the time, I think that can make you feel really lonely. That's just unfulfilling, right? Like you're not fulfilled. That's not filling up your social interaction cup if these are meaningful relationships and you're not getting anything out of it, meaning you're not getting a full full cup or you're not developing deeper connections with people, you know? So I think that's, you know, really, really important. Um, and that one kind of caught me off guard a little bit. The second one says, of Americans say they have a best friend. 12% say they feel like they don't have any close friends, which is a lot. 12% is, is a lot of people who don't feel like they have any close friends. And that absolutely is going to make you feel super, super lonely, especially with social media. Hello. If you look on social media and you see all these people who are traveling, who have big friend groups who are hanging out with their friends, who are going out with their friends. I mean, that is going to send you into a absolute shame spiral of feeling really lonely if you don't have close friends um, and fulfilling relationships. The next one says Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., and Denver are the three loneliest cities in the U.S. Statistics show loneliness in three, oh, loneliness is three times higher than the national average in those cities. How interesting 
is that? I'm telling you guys, Vegas has got some weird juju there. I mean, I always say anytime I have a layover in the airport, because the Reno airport here is so fucking small. That's another thing that really makes me mad is that it's so small that you pretty much have a, you don't have a direct flight anywhere. There's maybe like three cities that you can get a direct flight to. Everything else is a layover, which is so fun. Um, Washington DC, I would say doesn't really surprise me just because of it being like the political capital, right? Like there's so much that goes on there. Um, and there's so it's like a melting pot. There's people from all around the world there. And I feel like so many people are in and out of that city. It's not very like homey, you know, although I will say Washington DC has been one of my favorite cities that I've ever, ever, ever visited. It's so fascinating and so cool. And Georgetown, hello, if you've never been to Georgetown, you have got to put that on your bucket list because it is stunning. It looks like Hogwarts. Um, Denver is interesting to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the conspiracy theory of the Denver airport underneath. Isn't there like tunnels or something? I don't know. Um, but that kind of makes sense. Maybe. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't have enough Denver connections to, to really confirm or deny that. Um, the next one says 50, 57% of Americans report eating all meals alone. Now, that's kind of sad, but also, uh, I don't know. I feel like eating meals with with people is something that is kind of, you've got a plan to do. Like overall, if most of your meals are eaten alone, I, I would say that there's probably a high percentage that a lot of us eat our meals alone, even if you're feeling good with your mental health and loneliness, like you aren't lonely. I would say most of your eels meal, hello eels meals are probably eaten alone. Um, number five says Wyoming is the loneliest state of all per capita followed by Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, and Delaware. That's really interesting. Number six says Wisconsin, Wisconsin is the least lonely state in America per capita, Ohio, Missouri, Indiana and Pennsylvania come close behind. Okay, Midwest, pop off. I mean, Pennsylvania obviously is East Coast, but hello. I mean, that makes sense because everyone in the Midwest is pretty fucking nice. How can you not be happy there if everybody's nice? And then the last one says 58% of all Americans reported that they sometimes or always feel like no one knows them well. No, that makes me really sad, but that's definitely understandable. Um, I think a large portion of that probably has to do with social media because you put out certain things on social media, you know, you, you highlight only the good, you know, people will share whatever they're going to share. Maybe they share the, the bad, the struggles or whatever, but I mean, that makes sense to me. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but that definitely makes sense to me because when you think about it, with how hyperactive our society is, getting to know someone on a deeper level is, I feel like, more difficult now than ever. Some may say it's easier because you have access to people so easily, like you can call FaceTime, voice memo, text, whatever, video call, however you guys are talking to people, DMing them, yada, yada, yada. So maybe you might feel like that, but honestly, the best way to get to know somebody is in person, like physical touch and like looking somebody straight in the fucking eyeballs and being able to count how many freckles they have, 
You know, like that is the true way to get to know somebody. And it's not through texting because when you text somebody, you know, it's great that they have voice memoing now, but when you text somebody, you don't, there's no tone behind it. Like you can't pick up their body language. You can't pick up their tone of their voice and you can't pick up how they're trying to relay the message. That's not in, in so many people in their relationships is just through text. Like even with dating apps, you guys, like your first interaction on a dating app is just communicating through words on a screen. You don't get physical contact with them or get to read their body language or get to see how they're speaking or the tone of their voice. Like if you think about it, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm getting too deep in in thought right now. Um, but those are some, some statistics that I wanted to share because I thought that they were kind of interesting. Um, and I want to share them with you, but I do want to say also like loneliness doesn't mean that you have to be alone. You can be alone and not feel lonely. You can be alone and feel lonely. You cannot be alone and not feel lonely. And you cannot be alone and feel lonely. I hope that that made sense. I hope that I said that correctly because that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. That was a tongue twister. But loneliness happens when your needs for social interaction and human connection is not met. So like I like that one statistic said that, you know, 40% of people report their relationships with others aren't meaningful. Like even if you have a ton of friends, that's why as you get older, I think you really realize that you're probably not going to have as big of a friend group as you probably think. And those connections, like those deep, meaningful connections are probably only with one, two, three people. It's not that many people. And you can have one friend that is so your fucking ride or die and so there for you that that fills up your cup. It fills up your social interaction. It fills up your friendship, right? Like you don't need 20 people in a friend group to feel fulfilled. It might only just take one person. That's all you, that's all you really need. Um, and obviously different people have different interaction needs, right? So this doesn't really happen at the same point for everyone. Um, like if you spend most nights with friends and family, you might feel lonely if you just have one interaction per week. Or if you struggle with connecting to your partner that you live with, or maybe like your friend that you live with, you might feel lonely even if you spend a lot of time together. You might feel lonely if you're coming home to an empty home and you live home alone, even if you have plenty of strong relationships and friendships outside of that. Maybe you're craving that interaction to have in the comfort of your own home, but you live alone, so you don't have that. Or if you like to be on your own, you might feel totally fine if you just see one friend a week, right? So it just, it's, it, I guess that this is a very layered subject to talk about because it's not like this one experience that I'm going through is going to be relatable for everybody. It's kind of like different for everybody and there's different levels of loneliness depending on what your social interaction looks like, you know? Um, but hopefully those statistics make you feel a little bit 
make you feel a little bit better and make you feel hopefully less alone. Um, now, obviously, I'm going through this right now, so I wouldn't say that I have uh, too much advice, but there are some tips that I came up with based off of what you guys, because so many of you guys reached out to me and I really, really appreciated that. There's a lot of people in the comments that it just made me feel less alone and super comforted. And it was just such a great uh, like conversation that was had. And I'm, I'm, that's why I love posting my life on social media, because at the end of the day, like, I don't want you guys to feel alone. That's why I share what I share. Like every video that I share is just so you know that you're less alone in whatever experience of life that you're going through or phase of life that you're in. Um, but a lot of you guys reached out to me and you gave me some advice on maybe what to do and what helped you guys. So I do want to relay that information, um, to you. So the first one that I would say that is super, super, probably I would say the most fucking important is to hang out with like-minded people you will feel more fulfilled with those relationships. Okay. Because I feel like if you're putting so much, we kind of talked about this earlier, but if you're putting so much time and energy into meaningless relationships, that can make you feel more lonely. Even if you're technically getting more human interaction and you're actually physically with people a lot, if they are not meaningful and they are not making you a better person or making you a happier person, or you're creating a deeper connection. Like I'm not saying you have to have like deep talks with like your friends all the time to create a deeper connection, but it's quality over quantity, right? It's quality over quantity when it comes to friends and when it comes to relationships. And you'll realize that your quality (laughs) is probably a small quantity, right? Like it's not going to be that many people in your life that really understand you and fulfill you and make you feel good. Um, so I think finding like-minded people and don't judge a book by its cover. You guys, you might feel a really strong connection and that energy between a person that you never thought would be your friend just based off of maybe how they look, or maybe like one interaction that you had or whatever. Like don't just write people off right away because you never know. You really never know what experiences they've gone through that you might be able to relate to on a level that you aren't even be, you aren't able to relate to even with your best friend. Okay. So hang out with like-minded people. Um, at the end of the day, you just, you want fulfilling relationships in all aspects of life and, and kind of like our friendships episode, I think realizing, um, that some people are only meant to be in your life at certain times. Okay. at certain phases of your life. So you're constantly growing as a human being and all the time and energy that you put into somebody during a certain period of time is not just a waste of time. If you're growing apart from them, it's totally normal. And at the end of the day, they they helped you grow into the new person that you're becoming, whether they continue to stay in your life or whether it's just somebody that maybe you don't want in your life anymore and it's just not as fulfilling. I think there's times where relationships are going to be super, super fulfilling for a long period of time. And then all of a sudden, a year or two goes by where you're like, oh, it's not, it's not as fulfilling as it once was. Totally normal. I would also suggest just saying yes to more things. If you're the type of person to say no to a lot of things, start saying yes. Obviously be safe. 
do do whatever makes you feel most comfortable. If you're not getting a good vibe or you just aren't feeling right about it, you don't have to say yes to everything, but start saying yes to more things. I always feel like the best memories I've ever made have been when I least want to go and I have a little mental breakdown about going and I'm like stressed getting ready and I can't find anything to wear. I'm like, I don't even want to fucking go. This is going to be so stupid. Like, ugh. And then I go and I have the best time. Not even like a good time where I'm like, okay, it was worth it to go out. Like, yeah, sure. It's like better than I ever imagined. Okay. So start saying yes to more things. Um, another thing I would suggest is to make sure just make sure you're taking care of your physical health. Um, get active, get outside, touch some motherfucking grass, get some sun on your face. If you can, I know not everybody lives in an area where the sun is shining all the time, but at least get outside. Even if it's chilly and overcast, fresh air can do a lot for your health. Sunshine will do a lot for your health. Um, and taking care of your physical health is going to do a lot for your health. And whether it's you going to fitness classes, you can meet people through there. You never know. Or maybe at the gym, I've met some really, really fucking awesome people at the gym, or even if it's out of the comfort of your own home. Okay. Um, get active, put your physical health at the top of the priority list. If you are feeling a little bit lonely. Okay. Cause feeling lonely sometimes is it, what affects if you like are feeling lonely sometimes, or usually I would say what is affected most is your physical health, right? Um, because you maybe feel less motivated. Maybe you're feeling more tired and sluggish. Maybe you're feeling a little bit less inclined to make food for yourself. So you order it out, right? It's kind of like this domino effect and you don't even realize it's happening until you really start to feel like shit. And you're like, whoa, And then you're kind of like dug yourself in a little bit of a hole. And now you're like, okay, now I have to get out of it. And then you're like beating yourself up because you put yourself in this situation. You're like, oh my God, right? It's like this rabbit hole that you go down. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Just just one day at a time. Walking. You guys, walking is going to change your life. If there's one thing that I can tell you to start doing yesterday, it's to just start walking. Truly, walking a couple miles a day is going to significantly improve your quality of life. Walking is the most researched like form of movement out there. And I think it's quite literally the most beneficial. It is so, so good for you. So just start walking, start taking care of your physical health. Um, a lot of you guys have had really good experiences with Bumble friends. So there's this app that's called Bumble and Bumble was created as a dating app. I think this is it. Hold on. Let me look it up before I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Bumble was created by a woman and it is, yeah. Okay. She slays. Yeah. Whitney Wolf heard slayer. Okay. Um, she was the co-founder of Tinder and she created Bumble, which I'm pretty sure it is where the girls have all the power. The women have all the power in the app, like where it's like, you get to choose whoever it is that you're looking for, um, in the dating app. And then from there came Bumble friends. So it's for people who want to create friendships and you're not looking for anything romantic, but you're like, Oh my God, I need some friends. You guys have had some really good success with that. So if you just moved to a new city, I would definitely hop on Bumble friends. I've actually never been 
I've never been on a dating app before. And that's not, that's not a, like a flex by any means. Like I'm not trying to be like, I've never been on a dating app before because I'm just the best person ever. No, no. I mean, it's not a flex. It's not like I would say it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just a fact. I've never once been on a dating app because I've been in a relationship for the past five years. So I think when dating apps were really popular was when I was already cuffed. I was already taken off the streets. All right. Um, but Bumble friends, you guys, you guys say that it's, it's a really, really good app. I haven't tried it myself, but I do have a really close friend of mine who suggested this and said that when she moved to Dallas, that she hopped on Bumble friends and actually had really good experiences and found some really, really good friends and at least just some people to hang out with, um, which can be really nice. So those are kind of my tips. If you are feeling a little bit lonely, okay. You're not, you're not alone. <laughs> Even if you're lonely, you're not alone. And that's kind of like how I guess I want to finish up this episode. Um, and just know that like you may not be physically alone, um, but you can definitely feel lonely and just know that it's probably just a phase of your life that you're going through, whether it's you know, you graduated school and you're in a new city, you just moved, you moved away from family where you had so much human interaction with them. And like, hopefully this isn't the case for everybody, but for a lot of people, when you hang out with family, like that fills up your social interaction cup because it's your family. You know, if you have, if you're close with them, or even if you just have like good relationships with them, um, if you move away from your family and you are in, you know, kind of feeling a little isolated or you work from home or, I mean, there's so many different layers to this. Just know that like, you're not going through this alone. I can tell you that the amount of messages that I got and the comments that I got on this video and this, it's not like this video went viral or anything. It wasn't like a crazy special video that like broke the fucking internet. Um, it didn't get like a ton of views, but it got so many comments that I was like, Whoa, like we are really all in the same boat here. Um, I wish I could just like magically have all of us just teleport to like a tropical island where we can all hang out with each other. I think maybe I just should have done that. Could have been like a three minute episode today and I could have been like, all right, we're just all going to go to the friggin' I don't know, Bahamas or something. And we're just going to hang out for a week and we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I wish it was that easy and that simple. Um, but yeah, you guys are not alone with this. And that's kind of what I wanted to share with today's episode. Hopefully, maybe you learned something new with the statistics. Hopefully, you do feel less alone in this crazy, crazy thing called life. And I really hope that this is just kind of like a phase of your life that you're in where things will start to pick back up and really hop on Bumble Friends, you guys. Like, I definitely, like, I'm not going to do that now only because, again, like, we're moving in uh, like two or three months. So I'm not going to like create friendships here, um, new ones at least. But I think when I do move, I think I might hop on the Bumble Friends train and kind of see what's up. And try it out and let you guys know. So TBD on that, I'll circle back in like four or five months and let you guys know how that's going. But that's definitely something I'm interested in because all of you guys said that that was such a good experience. So take care of your physical health. Make sure that you are getting meaningful relationships because I think if you have, now if you do have one meaningful relationship, but you have six or seven meaningless relationships, 
I think it's easy to feel lonely in that because you're wondering, you're trying to get some kind of satisfaction out of these relationships that you maybe deep down know are not really going to go anywhere or just are not super meaningful because maybe you just don't, you just don't connect on that deeper level. You may just want to just, I don't know, take a step back from them and really just invest your time and energy into that one friend that really makes you feel good and that you guys got a good vibe going and you guys are happy together because that you would be surprised. You'd be surprised you guys how much uh, quality over quantity affects how you feel with your relationships. Um, but that's all I got. That's all I got for today. I freaking love you guys. I love you guys so much. And if you took the time to listen to this whole episode, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate it more than you know, and I will talk to you soon.